The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, my oh God. welcome to the real cut. Real cut. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh fishing you. show. The real cut. The real with two E's. Oh, oh my, my God! Oh my God! Put me in waiters. <laughs> Copyright. Kia ora, welcome along to the real pod. My name is Jane Yee. I sang it again. Sorry. I love it. <laughs> I really I love it. It's, it's an exuberance. It's the problem. Okay. It's just because I've been doing so much singing lately. Anyway. Oh, I, I see what you did there. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Underneath the mask. Okay, anyway. I do think I sang it wrong last time. I think you said beneath me. the mask. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jane Yee. That's so uh, Joining me on the oval table of... Fun and delight is Alex Casey. <laughs> Hello, and Duncan Grieve, always supportive. Thanks, Duncan. Uh, I am. What you just, just behind the scenes? Okay. Um, this is your reality TV and real life in New Zealand podcast, and we have got plenty to get through, but not before I do some cross promotion of other podcast products from the Spinoff Podcast Network. Is that professional? Okay. First of all, there's Remember When, which is our lovely little, you don't like the word nostalgia, I don't know how else to frame it. I actually got in trouble from Lucy B, of, of Shit You Should Care About Fame, who said nostalgia's fine and I need to get over it. Can we say it then? Mm. It's like, an, it's basically... What's your problem with nostalgia? Well, I just, I, I, growing up, I always had a real problem with it because I thought it was this thing that boomers used to kind of venerate their youths at the expense of the ones that were happening to us then. It was all kind of theory-based. It was like... The, the 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 hippies were all very like you know we just solved bloody civil rights and gender equality and then we just like had a fat dude <laughs> and I was just like we're having fun too and then I got a, I got hung up on it and mm. now but maybe it's fine maybe it's fine but what if you're just talking about like good morning and that that used to be a thing <laughs> that, that's that needs a different word does it need reminiscence that's or recollection or sentimentality olden times. Thesaurus.com. Okay, anyway, anyway, <laughs> remember when is our reminiscence podcast. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's a lovely little listen. And this week um, there is an episode on New Metal and there's also one on church camps. Oh, It's going to be dropping. It's exciting. Wow. Um, that must have been really maybe bad. Maybe it was Michael Andrew. Michael Not Andrew sure. Lowe. Epic lineup. Such, true. just huge lineup. And also Hayden Donnell, if you know who Hayden Donnell is, uh, he did get it to, to Papa and he is doing church camps. It's a good listen. Anyway. Love that for him. You can find that on your pod thingy. Uh, also, When the Facts Change, got a big budget special happening this week. It's really big budget. I don't want to assume that people who watch reality TV aren't also interested in the intersection between politics and journalism and economics. Guilty. <laughs> uh, so do join Bernard and Friends for that one. I think we should call it Bernard and Friends. <laughs> That'd be so cute. And also right here in the Real Pod feed, Drag Race Down Under the Covers, our podcast that's recapping... Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, and that's Chris and Eli, funny guys, along with a drag queen every week, and then they talk to the eliminated contestants. Very good. It's doing very, very well. It's really good. I listen to it, and I love it, and I'm laughing, and I'm also seething. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's because it's so it's, good. Because it's, I'm, oh, this is what a podcast sounds like. <laughs> Don't do it in our that's feed. That's you know? a bloody idea to put it in our just feed, respectful. Yeah, we'll Just respectful. Like, I, mean, I thought that they would like, come in, understand the way that we went about things, and respect it instead of being all like proper. proper. Yeah. Mm. Interviews. Funny. Proper per. funny. 
Well, we're interviewing each other. It's sort That's of just an ongoing interview <laughs> yeah, series. Very long. Oh my God. That's is, long form. This is like seven up. This was supposed to be like a 30-second pro- cross-promo seven section. Up. That's, a, wow. That's a cool reference. It's a real cool reference. <laughs> do you remember Fido Dido? No. Oh. I know Dido. I do. Yeah, I remember Fido, Fido Dido. Dido to do some seven up. Anyway. Yeah, but she's talking about the longitudinal bloody BBC show. You know, from oh, the yeah. yeah time. It's oh, like, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the lovely ice cold fizz. <laughs> no, no, no. That was good fizz, though. <laughs> Hey, we're going to start the pod or? Okay, yeah, subscribe to all of them, review, rate, uh, all that. If you want to join the Real Pod Corner, it's kind of off at the moment. Uh, Facebook.com <laughs> forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. Now it's time for the real news. Okay, Jack and Lexi. <gasps> what? All over the, each other's Instagrams, but in like. Subtle, not so subtle ways. So some cornies have been doing some sleuthing. There's like a shot of them having, well, we well, we know it's them. Uh, there's a, like a, a coffee, a, a, like coffee. a flat lay of a coffee. Ooh. But then <laughs> in the, it's a ring. You can see a man's hand with a very Jack style chunky. ring on it. What's a Jack style ring? A chunky silver ring. Yep. Um, and then there's also like a, a breakfast, a shot of some yummy breakfast and a defocused person in the background wearing a black hoodie with tiny white writing. And then someone found a photo of Jack wearing a black hoodie with tiny white writing on it. Why are they being coy? I think they're just, I think they're doing it on purpose. They're torturing us. They are. They, they're listening. They're listening. So basically, <laughs> uh, in my opinion, they confirmed. Are confirmed. <laughs> They're married because of the chunky ring. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've got, Ashley. You got any real news? I have two great pieces of real news out of The Apprentice, Aotearoa, and these are two fantastic headlines. First one, Mike Pero designed his own home on Microsoft Word. (laughs) I read read that whole piece. That's actually a bloody funny piece. Is that the headline? Yeah. God, that's good. It's good, eh? Really, I have not read It's a Brit man. Brit man on Brit staff. man. She's good. Classic. Um, she's actually then, leaving stuff. Is she? Going to um, edit the, the Herald's newsletter. That's big. Some big this is some big media goss. Somebody tell him, mate. Um, spy, no TVNZ party, so apprentice contestants throw their own. <laughs> 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 and you've got kind of all your friends there. And they've printed out money with, you know, their oh. faces on it. Hey, TVNZ, sort it out. Throw a party for your lovely of apprentice people. Of all the things to... Ha- I guess they must have blew it all on pop stars. Because they had a huge pop stars there. Maybe they blew it all on popcorn, but we'll get to that. Ooh. Uh, well, I would have loved to have gone to that party. We used to get invited to parties. But this oh, is I, an unofficial party. Yeah. This is not, yeah. Well, mm. Cassie probably... No, no, no. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that too. Okay. Let's uh, let's step over to Colin's Cranny. Colin's Cranny. Colin's Cranny. Colin's Cranny. 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 Colin's Cranny. Happy birthday, Colin. Whoa. <gasps> Colin turned 49 last week. 339 people posted on his timeline to wish him a happy birthday. Who counted that? It just said on Facebook. It was oh. like 339 friends have posted on That's Collins. That's a lot. Yeah. I just want to quickly check and see how many posted on my timeline for my birthday. Uh, 17. Yeah, 17 friends. So close. Similar. What have you got there, Casey? I've got Colin's take on The Masked Singer. Oh. <clears throat> well, basically that he's not on it. He wants <laughs> to make that clear. Um, if he was to be on it, he says he would be Barney the Dinosaur. Or a steak works. and cheese muzzle pie. Oh, yum. I don't think you get to cheese. <laughs> or Humpty Dumpty. What? <laughs> at least Humpty Dumpty is public domain at this point. The other True. two, copyright. No, yeah, no you'd way. have a hard time wrestling that up. I can mother. imagine them trying to talk around. He'd be all on board right to the bit where they go, and then you have to take your mask off. And he'd be like, hang on. How am I going to look with, with mask mm. here? No, mm. thank you. No. Mm. Um, he put up a little life collage of pictures of himself over the many years. Not the many, 49 is very young. Uh, and here's the here's the caption. Here's a little life collage. Mum, Rosalie and Dad, Clifford, are featured in the bottom right corner. Strange she didn't go for Clifford the, the big red dog as a, as a mask option. Anyway, they gifted me a kind heart, a sharp wit, an adventurous curiosity, eyes like a storm front, fantastic <laughs> muscular legs, massive hair and high cheekbones. 
49 feels so good because my life has gifted me the best friendships. I'd just like to point out that I am a Facebook friend of Colin's. You are as well. Mm. Yeah, so he's talking. We are included in that. Wow. I think, in are sort, we on in that in life that collage that you're mentioning? All the when, good times we've had together? <laughs> We're not. No one is in that life collage <laughs> except oh, okay. for Colin. And oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and his parents are in there. He he uses eyes like a storm front on the a rig, lot. right? It's good. His Twitter bio was eyes like a storm front as I wield the truth like a weapon. Whoa, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, he is, and also there's this the, this little series of photos. He does fo- post a lot of photos from previous TV shows, so I'm not sure what's going on here, but it looks like he's talking about something that's current because his hair is like that at the moment and he's got um, he's in a he's in a swanee and he says a whirlwind surprise guest appearance on the fi- finale of a TV show as a bearded southern man in a swan drive which is the absolute favourite look on location and that was in Queenstown and there's some girls being shot wearing cocktail dresses what is it? is it something? what is that? one lane bridge? no no what, what, that, oh, yeah, it's reality yeah what? Huh? Huh? It's reality. Finale of a TV show. Apprentice? I don't know. I do not know. Bake? No, it wouldn't be fake. <laughs> I would Apprentice? never leave that house. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, but also maybe from like 2005, hard to say, you know? Well, say. he has been in Queenstown very recently. Oh, okay. So I've it's definitely something. Some... How did this pass us by? Is I've there something some in production that we don't know about? This the photo one, of Colin. So we're just waiting for Alex's phone to load. Oh yes. Sometimes I just get photos. Yeah, you know, yeah. they they just they come to That's, me. This. Oh wow, yeah. No, here this is current. This and is then definitely sort current. Of like this one, just <laughs> vaguely in bed. Why is of. why, why is Colin sending you photos of himself? It's fine. <laughs> it's just friendly. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, it hasn't happened for a, a while, but here we are stepping into Mexico Corner. What? Like, 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 Still a massive tune, by the way. Huge. A corny spotted Max Key alive and well. I uh, spotted him tonight at a local golf club that scans near my parents' house, despite. Uh, wearing a salmon polo and pants that were way too tight for him. He seemed to be uh, a boring normie like the rest of us. Simply not true. Simply not true. Apologies, I didn't get photographic evidence. You'll just have to trust me on this one. I I don't know if I trust him. Because <laughs> that's, there's, no, there's nothing about that that you couldn't have just imagined. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And I don't know if he's still in salmon pink polos. Okay, so the jury's out. That's what you're saying. Mm. Golf club? Yeah. Play, you know, golf. We know he plays golf. He did it with Barack Obama. Mm. Is that a normie thing? No, that's not. That's most definitely not. Okay. <laughs> also, before we get into reality check, um, we're going to eat some popcorn for the real review. This is great. Five out of five from me. It's the nicest thing that's ever happened. And that's the real review. Aren't we, Duncan? We're going to well, eat some popcorn. I'm just lodging a protest for it, but I can't power us to stop here. Can we, can we explain the backstory of the corn? Okay, so the, the corn is, um, well, you guys, I was, I was, in, a, I was <gasps> in, in a meeting. You were in a meeting. And I saw there was a big kerfuffle out happening out in the office through the glass doors of the meeting room. And a fellow walked in, and in his hands, he was holding the unmistakable packaging featured on The Apprentice Aotearoa Episode 1, uh, a packet of Top Pop and also a packet of... Kia corn. corn popcorn. It was so magical. Like, I mean, every time we get something for the mu- the Real Pop Museum, it's like a big deal. This one, I mean, we had requested it, so I guess I should have been aware that it could happen. But it we just... requested it on pod, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, because who's listening to this thing? I, I really worry about them. The uh, it was it was amazing. Just handed them to us. Didn't didn't want to chat. You know, which no, it was fair enough. like really, really to leave. But um, <laughs> which fair, yeah, again. We uh, were just blabbing. Who blabbing. was the mystery person? It was the producer of the show. That Jonathan. There's Mento. Yeah. Top tier. Wow. Top and, and my favourite reality show. The, the best thing is like just to be able to look at them. You really can see. Where it went wrong. How fundamentally just bad. <laughs> 
the Much lads bigger if than it was. I thought. Yeah. I thought these were wee sort of lunchbox bags. Okay, um, the, they're huge. The lads one uh, is they've not got a lot of colour going on there. Interestingly, Premium. neither of them mention what flavour the popcorn is. Not n- not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> the, the care corn is pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, I can't wait to dig into this vegan top pop popcorn. And point. Kia Corn, we've got the discovering pleasure in every moment. You've got the typo on yours. Uh, oh naturally yes, naturally made. Yeah. So, th- are these the only versions of these? No, that exist? there's no way. No, I, I think he said that they were the last ones left or something. Well, we just got what we're going to do because we want to keep them for the museum, but we are powerless to stop ourselves from trying them at least. And Duncan is uh, is. Big believer in democracy, so he's been outvoted two to one. We he doesn't to want to open it. We have to try. You have to try and taste the honey and the um. What's this? Pa- pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> we're going to um, make I it. Feel like we should have surgery. like a product taxidermist doing this. Keyhole and surgery, us. and we need to get oh, to it's the tiniest. Oh my god, Jane! It's the don't go all the way through. I'm not going all the way. Okay. Through. It's the tiniest. Oh my god! Slit. Keyhole surgery, and then we'll get the popcorn out, and then I think we should refill it with packing peanuts. Well, we don't. We'll just have one piece each. We don't need to refill. But then, what if we get ants? Okay, I want you to. I want you to. Don't, 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 don't. Just to. I can't. There's no way I can get out of that hole. I need to make it bigger. Tina, Tina, shake us your tiny knife. Oh my you god! Have a knife in your bag? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, he's in. Oh, he's the first one to pull out a piece. I have to say, I'm after not. all that protestation. No, I'm going for honey. Um, it looks rank AF. <laughs> May I have some honey, please? Where's where your so at the top? <laughs> that one's worse, to be honest. I can't taste the honey. It's, I can't taste. I can't taste anything. Honey at all. Okay. I can't taste anything. Okay, I'm so, gonna, I'm to be clear, we're eating. Don't get with key corn. Oh, that's soft. <laughs> I feel like. When fresh, Ugh. delish. Hey, did the did the buyers actually taste this stuff? Yeah, yeah. They okay. had little, they had little bowls. This is just cacao. Yeah, it's just this Water light dusting of cacao. cacao. There's no well, honey. just enough honey to make it not vegan. Weirdly, pancake flavour tastes more like honey. Hey, shake it, pop it. We didn't shake it, pop oh, it. God. It all seemed high. Very plain. Oh. I can't really taste much pancake. I would not buy either of those again. No this offense. to me reminds me a little bit of like your school disco with your ice cream sugar. Yes. Sort and not scenario. even a very generous helping. I'm feeling so bad. How many units? <laughs> <laughs> Just those two. 25,000 <laughs> units. And how much? Whatever it any, takes. Any price. <laughs> to secure. $8 a bag? <laughs> At $8 a bag, I'm buying exactly zero of those. I give it uh, like one out of five. Well, I just don't think it's fair to judge. Okay. By the way, I bought some milk on Monday morning, and it had some like floaty, icy chunks. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, must be in a cold fridge, fine. Um, later that day, Nikki tells me that the expiry on it was August. 2020. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you think they'd frozen what? it? Well, I mean, that's the only possible explanation. I'm still drinking it, but You're I feel it. like you should. Well, not loving it. I'm tolerating it. I'm quite perturbed, but. Is this normal, like, cow, cow milk? It's that budget fresh dairy brand. Right. Um, but not frozen by you? No. Frozen by. Frozen by uh, my local. My local. Can I just say. Absolute noob move to not check the date before you purchase milk. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. But, yeah. I mean, but still, August 2020. I mean, that's bold. I'm all for it. Mm. I kind of, if it was like two weeks expired, I'd be like, damn you. But Can you imagine like, when you walked up there with that and put it on the counter and they were like, surely not, surely not put through the transaction. And then you walked out and they would have been like, Liz, Liz. <laughs> We got one. We finally sold it. <laughs> We're trying to get rid of that bottle for like seven Since months. Since the second lockdown, I reckon. That's when it got froze. Wow. Uh, so you're still working through it. No no problems. No health problems. Sometimes no. okay? Oh, you know, just the usual. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. And that's the real review. <laughs> I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. Okay, reality check time. You ready to dig in to the Apprentice Altero? Yes. We just ate some delicious popcorn. 
Uh, and now we're ready to enrobe ourselves in lovely luxury. The divine masculine. Divine masculine <laughs> and empress robes. This was a great episode. Two from two, guys. Two, two from two. From the perfect show. Two. We start at Britomart Precinct, um, where the contestants are told they are going to be creating a new range of stylish summer robes. Seems fine. Seems great. Seems like an easy task, right? Seems like it could possibly go wrong. They'll definitely, um, they'll definitely not be too sure. <laughs> it's amazing to me that the very short fits almost no one robes still won. It really says a lot about just how poorly conceived and executed divine man, <laughs> hashtag mental health awareness. <laughs> <laughs> the brand story. It's such an extraordinary brand story. We Just that to, away. to be clear, we're not laughing about men's mental health. We're laughing about the fact that the brand story at no point was connected to the product, like at all. No, but if you say it around like a fresh robe enough, it kind mm. of is imbued with caring about men's health, mental health. I actually think there is a way to connect the oh. two. Yeah, Talk about like yeah, men's to do it. Self care, like relaxing on a Sunday instead of worrying about work. You know, like you, th- that kind of thing. But 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 then but then, what what, what to you? What, I mean, surely there has to be like a ten percent of proceeds, yeah, or yeah. they really or some it's sort just of like website that you do with a QR code, something. <laughs> it can't just be. I mean, unless I, I, we all missed it. Like there was nothing beyond that, right? I don't think so. A really? Oh man! And at two hundred and forty. We've gone too far. Can we just discuss the concept of a summer robe? Full stop. Yes. Where do you both stand? I have a summer robe. I have a transseasonal robe. How? Mm. Is I it was... like zip off? <laughs> zip off the long arms. No, it's just sort of an in-between weight. All right. Okay. It's my one of my favourite pieces of clothing. Mm. I got it at the St. Moritz in Queenstown, speaking of Colin. <laughs> and it's fucking stylish. It's out there. I get compliments on it. Why? Why? Wow. Why do you ask? No, I just, at first it's sort of like kind of crazy concept. Then I was like, actually, I have a summer robe. It's just I've never really thought of it as a summer robe. Yeah, no, a... mine's short and it's sh- it's sort of like the sleeves don't go all the way to the wrist. They're kind of just below the the elbow. Are you sure it's not a child's robe? No, it's definitely – in fact, it's from Pippinel. Oh, yeah. Is that the place? That's yeah. the place. Kelly. Oh, and they're having a 20% off robe sale at the moment, oh, by no. the way. Yeah, I got the email today. Whoa. I thought, oh. Discount code Jane. Get myself a divine, <laughs> a divine man for a bargain. <laughs> but – Men wear them. You wear them. Yeah, I mean, I I, I grew up in England, and what so, does that mean? <laughs> well, I <laughs> feel like in England, it's mainly sort of older gentlemen walking around in the sort of striped pajamas, wearing robes <laughs> outdoors. Yeah, and voting Brexit. Like, okay. I, I haven't been back in a while, but I assume that's what it's like. <laughs> the thing with the uh, the the robe market being skewed eighty percent women. And the guys going, let's get him. They never once mentioned like the the gap in the market. Like there's a gap in the market. The only reason it's skewed women is no one's making them for men. Mm. They kind of just were like, we're men, therefore we should make them for ourselves. That was their way of thinking. They did say it was a niche, didn't they? Yeah, they did say something. But they didn't about say that. it was a gap. No. They said there's a niche, and then someone said, but there is no market in the niche. Yeah. And I was right. just getting very confused. Or maybe I just don't it's know chicken business like these guys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is. Ask Bernard next time he's in about the robe niche. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's right, ripe for the budget special this week. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, Team Tahi, a.k.a. the ladies, uh, they have a self-pointed leader, leader Nicola, because she does swimwear or something. So she last, last She's fashion. got her bikini on Kardashians. What? Yeah. You pay, you pay the right amount of money and you can get anything on them. We could probably get them to talk about the real pod if we... Oh, my God. Oh my we should get them to talk about the real pod. I feel like we what should Was it like $500,000? <laughs> 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 can you put a price on... Yeah, no, you can. That's, yeah. Absolutely, you can. No, I was just figuring that. And I tell you who can help you with that, and that's Erna, because she's the numbers lady. Wow, that is a really good name for a numbers lady. It's really important. <laughs> oh my God, it's Ellis. <laughs> she's our main Erna. <laughs> Holy shit. She wow. just didn't have an option, did she? Yeah. But to go into numbers. Damn, that's good. Okay, 
the target market, always really important to define it so that you're not just uh, taking Duncan's scattergun, scattergun approach, <laughs> is, um, is mass market. That's it for everybody. That was their target market. Mm. Yeah. Just the one size? Just, divine, <laughs> divine men? No, this is, this is Team Tahi. Divine men have a very specific market. People who don't buy robes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting ahead, but when, when they asked how many of you own a so when the Easy Buy lady asked how many of you own a summer robe, and it was just that beautiful cut of them <laughs> looking really just sad and freaked out. At that point, you lie. Yeah. You either mm. say, you either lie and you'll put your hand up. It's the first time I've ever not worn yeah. a summer robe. Yeah, exactly. Or you say, I'd love one, but there's just Which not something why. out there for me. Yeah. yeah, that's clever. You need a brand like the Divine Masculine yeah. to start uh, a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the ladies go to the uh, workroom. Nicola is just like charges past, doesn't say hello at all to the, the design expert. Bad move. Bad, bad move. In fact, gets her to move along. First thing she says to her is something like, can you shove out yeah, the way? Can you go out of the way so we can see everything? <laughs> Uh, and she makes the executive decision that they should be short. Now, let's be clear. There's short, there's medium, and there's long. So in no world would a summer robe be long unless you're going for a kimono style, right? Right. Medium is perfect. Medium hits just above the knee on a, you know, perhaps on a on a shorter lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mid-thigh on a urna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, short hits... Just below the bum on a short lady and somewhere mid bum on a tall person. I think it might be like top of bum. bum. <laughs> it's it just a shirt. So short. But it's barely a, a shirt. shirt. It's almost like a midriff top. Like it's just a tiny, tiny robe. I think the expert did try to warn them that once you tie it, it hikes up even a little more. Mm. But Nicola, like no, she didn't. Oh, it fits me. <laughs> fits me. Fits me. Um, and they, they, they went for the Empress brand name because, I don't know, they like the Roman vibes. Um, and they love the Hourglass logo because it hits all shapes, which, <laughs> does it not just hit Hourglass shape? Do they not know about pear and no. apple and avocado, square, you know, all those ruler <laughs> and like you know? long torso, very very short legs, yeah. short legs even for short height like me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like both these brands sort of reveal different kind of shams. One of them being like these all inclusive body positivity brands, which do almost no work to include anyone, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other one is. The awareness thing, like yeah. the starting a conversation yes. thing. Just you're like, oh, neither of these mean anything no. to you. But no. it's, it's amazing how brazen, because you know, if you're on a show where you're sort of in the weeds of explaining the thing, then you know, you'd have to at least kind of have some answer to that, right? Mm. Answer Like this is why it's body positive. This is why it um, helps raise awareness for mental health. But it, it, you're right. It just like shows just what a – Absolute, like, but an absolute scam it is. But they're also just like how no one involved thought that there was anything scammy about just, no. like, oh, yeah, we'll just say that this is the thing. Yeah. Because that's all the work that needs to be done. <laughs> it's finished. <laughs> it's sorted. It's mental health, <laughs> you know? And, and then Jessica Tomlinson, who I actually liked a lot more in this episode, but just like, bravo. <laughs> bravo. Like, you have crushed it by just saying the words, you've healed the world. So other things that Nicola said that were fun was she said that she's got a natural talent for fashion. I don't even know how I know. I just know, which is great. And also when the robes turned out a bit shorter than expected and then she got um, Ernest to try one on to see if it would work on a tall person. And she's like, now remember, this is a size 10 and you'd be getting what, like a 14? Just trailed off. And just, <laughs> oh, man. It was so bad. <laughs> and she knew that she was fucked, but she wouldn't admit it. And so her solution was to use, like, the tiniest, shortest person as the model in the presentation to the buyers. Well, that's Amazing. the best solve when you're fucked. It is the best solve, but it looked like a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just used a child. <laughs> well, I just, just said that it was a child's yeah, robe. Yeah, just pivot. Pivot. Like, that's genius. It's a true. $180 child's robe <laughs> that they might get one summer out of. <laughs> I liked in the pitch meeting um, 
when they're saying it's for like a busy lady, you oh, know, yeah. she's got all these jobs Paula. and she's got oh so much God. to do. It's Paula, by the Paula, way. The, Paula the, <laughs> Paula's the name. Um, and when when a woman wearing this robe, someone asked, she just said, when they're being busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just wearing the robe <laughs> when I'm being busy. tiny robe. <laughs> that I, who was that talked about having to wear another robe with the robe? Like, <laughs> Can amazing. I just say, here's Paula's day, according to the pitch. School drop-off. And pick up, cleaning, making dinner, meeting. Meeting? Meeting friends for coffee, probably. <laughs> Certainly not working. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> and that was the only example they gave. It was just uh, a, a stereotypical old school 1950s mm. mom. I mean, overnight in prison for exposing yourself due to <laughs> very short robe in public. <laughs> 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 oh, good. That's good, Alex. I like how they That's also, really she tried to like um, get defensive with Easy Buy. And she's like, well, Easy Buy could do with something a little sexier. Oh, yeah, like I that. know. Boiled frumpy Easy Buy. Insult the brand. What? True, though. Insult the brand. True, though. Well, you know, my greatest secret. <laughs> my favorite togs. I've got two pairs of them Easy Buy maternity togs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are they ruched? <laughs> yeah. They are ruched to the heavens. I had I got ruched um, togs after I had children, and I had them for, for years and years. And then when Mum came to visit us in Los Angeles, United States of America, where we resided for some time, about eight months, um, we went to Disneyland, stayed at a hotel, had a pool. None of that matters. The point is, Mum had the exact same fucking togs since she's in her seventeen. I've got a photo of my mother and I both wearing uh, the same togs, and then I went home and bought some other togs that perfect. were not black ruche ones. Mine, are- <laughs> <laughs> love it. This was a great segment. Oh shit! Okay, uh, then they visited Papinel, which is like a luxury sleepwear brand. Perfect, perfect. Go from easy buy. To luxury sleepwear. Try and sell the same thing to both. Try and sell the same thing. This suits millennials, by the way. The the ones who are um, happy to show their bottoms. Mm. That's that's how you're a millennial. Yeah, I don't want to show that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just here we go. Just to be clear, it's focus group of one. Um, however, most of the customer base would prefer something longer, according to Papinel. Uh But they thought the one hundred eighty dollar RRP was you know, it was fine. $180. Can I just point out something that I discovered in my important research? Mm-hmm. Easy Buy's most expensive robe is $79. No. What? I did important research as well this morning. Yeah. I wrote a review of The Apprentice. And it's $130. What? On Easy Buy? Yeah. Men's or women's? Well... There are no men's robes. There is no <laughs> – okay. if you search robes on Easy Buy, the categories are men's, kids, and lifestyle or something like that. Yeah. Sorry, women's, kids, kids and lifestyle. Seems sexist to me. I think it just seems like the product market fit Do they problem. not sell menswear at Easy Buy? No, they do, but just not um, rubage. Okay. I feel like men don't respect pajamas. <laughs> I don't. Or women. <laughs> women. Or, Yeah. No, no, let's like the whole that. loungewear, sleepwear realm. Like, uh, it's a chicken egg situation, right? But uh, I feel like men don't care about it as much. Do men wear pajamas? Not to my knowledge. Not many of the men I've ever seen at night time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What a roche tog of a season. <laughs> Uh, of which there have been just a very small number. Um, I've been wearing pajamas to to bed. Okay, so I've never seen pajamas never. in the flesh. <laughs> never I've seen never seen pajama. your striped pajama. You know that to me, I'd love to see it. Fuck, this is funny. Okay, I end up wearing every pajama that my partner Joe has ever been bought or been given. I ends up on you. I wear it. So if you want a nice pair of PJs, buy them for Joe. Well, exactly. Okay. People in his family have made that mistake, and now I'm You're laughing. the benefactor. Laughing in giant men's <laughs> <laughs> pajamas. <laughs> I feel like I can see that as the cover of your autobiography. Speaking of men in pajamas, let's get to the men in their pajamas. Team Mana, um, greatest quote of the week, by far, Bari saying, 
I've I sold water, water to, to desert, desert people. people. <laughs> I mean, there's, a, there's quite a lot going on there, but <laughs> most fundamentally he's actually just fucked up the saying. Perfect. Right? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's think, just a thing that he... Does he say, I, I've sold or I could sell? I've sold water to desert people. I sell, yeah. Well, so, he's all, sold, so maybe he's just, it's just something Maybe that he's he was done. just ahead of water cards. It cart. wasn't a brag, it was just like, here's my CV. Here's something. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think it's probably that hard to sell water to people in the desert. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I hate to disrespect Barry, but I'm, I'm kind of with you there. Yeah. Um... But uh, he 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 led the team with some sort of confidence to some sort of not what whatever the opposite of victory is. Can I say something? Mm. Perhaps controversial here. Mm. Controversy corner. I loved the print robe, and I would wear it. Mm. I wouldn't. I'd probably buy it. You're not if the it only on one. Sale. You're not the only one. I've heard someone else like the print robe. What did you think of the print robe? I didn't like the. I hated it. Much. Really? No. I also was a bit worried about the double layer situation. Because you know heavy. that when you get two layers, the the air that gets trapped in between causes uh, creates an insulation of sorts, which is how how double glazing okay. works, right? Mm. Um, hot pocket. So so, so you're wearing that in summer, and what you're actually doing is making cooking, yourself cooking hot. Yourself. You're cooking yourself. Yeah, you're cooking Literally yourself. just cooking yourself. To a crisp. I I, li- I liked it, and and I got a little bit angry when Easy Buy said it was bad. Uh, hold on, hold on. Are, are you trying to get the robe? No. Is this what's <laughs> happening? Oh my because god! If I would ever. <laughs> we know now what happens when we say we want things. I. They that's arrive. just crazy. I what I would, I would like. Never stoop. <laughs> I would like an empress robe for us all to try on. Varying heights, <laughs> yeah, to have a real life experience in the room. I've got a real—that's <laughs> just a funny expression. I've got a real like long torso. You know, um, Brody, friend of the pod. Oh my god, he's six foot eight. When we sit down, um, we're the same height. I also have a long torso. My feet are not touching the ground right now. Wow. I don't know oh what my, I have. That's crazy. Well, I think you're a you might be normal. Oh, okay. How dare you? <laughs> Body shaming us with your normalcy. Uh. Yeah, anyway, I mean, if they want to give us a robe, that's fine. Happy to have it. That's not what I was doing, no, though. But I was I'm just, just saying, saying I like it. I know, yes, but if, if a robe were to come our way, we would certainly try it on. Try it on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With, with clothes underneath. With, or, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, a modest robe. I'm not committing either way. <laughs> <laughs> also, Cassie Roma listens to the pod. She shared this podcast, The Real Pod, on her Instagram. I love it. But I love it. didn't she use it to shame me? Yeah, she did. She did. What did I say? I'm too scared to listen back. No, I think it was because we said... We, we, were, teasing we were teasing. She teased... No, she responded to your article about you about a smouldering look or something. And we were like... And we were like, oh, <laughs> she's got the hots for Duncan. And then she said... Not not like that in a lesbian whisper. I think was how she. Is that how she, she did. It was very funny, it. and uh, I feel very owned. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I think we were kind of owned. Anyway, you were, you were like owned. a you were a victim. Innocent victim. Finally, innocent victim. <laughs> someone. I will take that out, Tina. Take that bit out where we said he was innocent. <laughs> Don't. Um, where are we? Now can we talk about how Stephen is sample size? <laughs> yes, Stephen puts up his hand to be the model because he is sample size. I'm the exact sample size mm. and proud of it. Mm. Did you see the um, first thing in the morning? Did you see them without their shirts on? No. Did you? Uh, A lot of tattoo work going on. Oh, no, I don't. Qu- quite muskly. Yeah. Quite muskly. Michael, Michael and Stephen. Michael, the real estate. Michael, the. He does look like a lot. Yeah. Um, Not like Michael Piero. Do you reckon Not he would Michael get a Gimme That Gorilla from uh, Coco? <laughs> is, he that, is he in that realm? I reckon. I reckon he's there. But no, I just liked the idea of Stephen putting his hand up. Just like another one of his strengths, along with the rapping. Yes. He's sample size. It's great. He's actually, he's, he's very clever. He's making himself a key player. Yes. Yeah, you can't get rid of him. He's sample size. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually sample size too, by the way. Well, except for the door, so. You, you can't, can't get rid of me. <laughs> Um, so with the brand name Divine Man, it came out of a chat about divine masculinity and earthy tones and just that we're all males. Maybe that's our advantage, both in robe design and life in general. Um, 
and and this is the kind of robe you could wear on a Saturday night while you're watching the rugby. Quite military. <laughs> amazing just robe. pile of words but the best bit was that while these guys were doing the design uh, talking on the phone to the guys who were doing the logo or whatever the guys in the logo room are just like it's not the logo room, it's the designer's office mm. whatever, studio, sorry we're, we're, um, we're just like what the fuck are you talking about mate like that is not what we're doing I loved it. It's just and they changed on the fly. They it, were just like, "Oh, what about this? <laughs> this yeah, this fabric. How yeah. much is there? It's what's, like, what's go, cotton? What we, we want plain colours. We want to keep it nice and simple. Well, but I like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the pattern of that robe reminds me of like bargain bin sh- pattern sheet sets at Briscoe's. Unbelievable! It's totally Gucci. <laughs> Dior. That's Versace. It is. It just is. It's just like just like Versace and Louis Vuitton. We're creating our own brand, says Barry. That's right. Divine man. um, And we're going to sell it at Easy Buy. Two hundred twenty-four (laughs) dollars. They were supposed to get linen, uh, but they got cotton instead. And I have to say, linen very on trend. I just washed my linen duvet, and it fucking just creased up a, a. Bloody storm. What are you going to do? Iron? I iron Steam? the edges. I oh. iron the edges. Because it has a he- But I'd rather not have to. I've mm. got another duvet cover that's cotton. Just, just chuck it on. No problems. Irons, irons itself, basically. I don't get linen. Like, it just looks like a pain in the ass. I, I really want to see you what? on this robe now, by the way. Mm. I look great. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm instantly imagining, like, not necessarily you. Gold chains. Yeah. It feels like a poolside gold chains. Yes. Very tan. Yes. Maybe that's the Versace. Like I'm thinking of that kind of mm. person. The problem is when you're trying to do Versace, Louis Vuitton, so on, and you're not actually Versace or Louis Vuitton, very rarely comes off like. Well, we'll see. Okay. Okay. They should have made it camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been quite military. <laughs> <laughs> canvas, like those canvas bags. Yeah, I feel like it's not very summer, summer white. That's true. But then again, you want a bloody lined robe, so with piping. Yeah. Okay, okay Papanel, um, Divine Man. They they talked about the uh, the connection with men and breaking down the stigma of men's mental health. Don't ask any questions around that, by the way. Just take it as given. Uh, Two hundred and twenty four dollars is our RRP on that, um, which is. Fifty percent higher than Papinel's average price point, and wow. Papinel is a luxury sleep brand already. Well, not it's not really in that sort of Gucci Versace it's true. Sort of realm. It is isn't. Such a bargain. They should have gone though. to. They bloody just should have gone straight to Gucci to the. <laughs> they definitely have been there. <laughs> Do we get our design. security guard outside? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, at Easy Buyers, Duncan mentioned the room went quiet when they were asked if they any of them owned a summer robe. Missed opportunity to say there's a gap in the market. Um, and the Easy Buy lady looked like she was trying not to laugh the entire time. Yeah. Was this the one where Michael was like, oh, I'll just wear it myself? <laughs> 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 he tried for the second pitch to get out of his suit and put on the robe. Unclear if he was wearing anything underneath Well, it. and then he admitted as much that he, he wasn't. Was the gentleman doesn't a, tell. But a, you know what? Situation. At least it covers everything. You know, if he was in an empress robe, my God, it would have been... <laughs> Well, very obvious to everyone whether or not he's wearing something underneath. Um, then we had the boardroom. So presentations are done. We need to find out how many units each of these companies are going to buy. And Cassie gives feedback to the woman that the robe is too short. She wouldn't even take the bins out wearing it. NASA would. NASA would love it. <laughs> That's what I love my new NASA would wear. He would wear a divine man patterned robe. He would. Yeah. 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 I can't. Uh, and then <laughs> JT feeds back to the men that the brand connection to the mental health story was weak. So oh. both points made by us here in this podcast, by the way. So we are also qualified we to judge. Be on this. Still, how many was it? Like four hundred units or something? Like they still the, sold some, didn't they? Nine, nine. Well, yeah, they sold four hundred. They made a sixty thousand. I love. I love that they the they they sort of <laughs> seem to believe. I don't know whether it's just me, but I feel like they believe that this is real potential money. Like there's a a real chance 
that these lads get together after the show's finished and just start making these products and just walking into Countdown and Papanel and just being like, got your order. <laughs> Terrifying. The woman managed to sell 500 units to Easy Buy, 800 to Papanel um, at a profit of 156000 So they won the challenge. I'm very curious as to why Papanel are buying 400 of the ladies' robes and Sorry, 800 of the ladies' robes and 400 of the, the men's robes when they don't sell men's robes at all. Pity. Pity. Mm. Oh, no, it's easy by who don't sell. Oh, men's I don't robes do, do Papanel? I reckon they do. Okay. That's good enough. We'll take your word for it. Okay, so uh, the ladies win a prize to get to go and have some beers at Brothers Brewery. The lads are seething. Yeah, they the love they beers. Love they love beers. Uh, See, what they don't love is an elimination in Mike. Pero's boardroom, or Mike Puru, as Nicola <laughs> referred to him oh, as. No, I love that. <laughs> um, Barry, as team leader, chooses to take Gabe and Stephen into the elimination. They, uh, Stephen and Gabe both think that Barry's the weakness, that, uh, that he overpromised and underdelivered. And Barry is fired. fired. And sad. how is he fired? He's Gabe? fired with a point. Okay, so I really took notice this week on the point and what was off with it. And Duncan, are you ready? This is how yep. the point goes, okay? How do you how would you point if you're firing someone? Bad bad podcast, but yeah, okay, fair enough. This is how Mike Pirro does it. He <laughs> no, he points a out stabby. a stabby finger. Mm. As opposed to last week, which was the hinge. Yeah, I can't. I don't know if the last week was the hinge, was it? I don't know. I, I knew that something was off, I think and maybe it was. You're fired, I think it should be the uncoil. I think it's the fact that he's got the jabbing finger out. Yeah, it's there's it's, something so badly wrong with it, but it's really hard to know. Plastic hand, <laughs> plastic hand again. It was definitely plastic hand. Like, like it was a shot. You didn't see a body attached to it when he did mm. the motion. It's the mass Singer. You know how they have to shoot the the celebrities with a body double. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll be talking about the masked oh, singer. I came up with a new idea. The masked zinger. Comedians in masks. Ah. That's, I hate to say that's quite good. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is punctuating everything with a... You're hired. Po- <laughs> a pokey finger point. Okay, uh, we're going to be back soon to talk about the masked singer. In the meantime, listen to this. Kia ora. Justin Giovanetti here, and I'm the political editor at The Spinoff. This podcast, like so much of the work we do at The Spinoff, is made possible by the support of our members. To find out more about The Spinoff members and how you can help us keep producing quality, independent journalism, visit members.thespinoff.co.nz and do it today. Welcome back. We're going to talk about the mass singer. Don't eat any more popcorn for crying oh, out loud. No, we need to keep that yeah. for the museum. No, but we're going to re- we're going to replace it all with um, what is it? Packing peanuts. Packing, Packing peanuts. peanuts. Yum, peanuts. Okay. So the mass singer Sunday night. I'm going to leave. Um, I'm going to leave Alien to the end because we found out who Alien was. So it's weird to talk about Alien and then be like, "Ooh, who is it?" So we'll leave that to the end. We'll start with Tuatara, who sang High Ground. I know who Tuatara is this time. Okay. I'm convinced. I remember there was a clue, something about secrets, the song Higher Ground, something about an art, maybe. Was there a clue about oh, art? Jason yes. Kerrison. Mm. Jason Kerrison. Was that mm-hmm. what Mike Puru said when on his um, big I think that was one of, one of Puru's guesses. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm in. I'm just I'm committing to that for the rest of the series for as long as Tuatara is there. It's Jason Kerrison, as far as I'm concerned. They one of the clues, yeah, about secrets. They've got the op shop have a song called Secrets. Oh. And they did the like I'm going solo. What about I got thrown by the bit where he was talking about he he talks about dancing a bit and scales and getting a perfect ten and then there was a shot of a paddle like a Dancing with the Stars paddle getting a perfect ten. Right. So I was like Jules Tocker. Oh my god! Imagine. Imagine. Oh my god. It's he not, played rugby in high school. He played rugby in high school. So he, he could have been the first five. Because he's been in Footloose, I think, in, in, in the States. Um, I do believe that it's Jason Kerrison as well, <laughs> but I like Jules Tucker I as, a, as, Jules a, Tucker. as a chaos guess. <laughs> um, it's really funny because when you find out who they are and you go back over the clues, there are actually loads of clue, hints in the clues, mm. like loads of them. Mm. Mm. You just have to be smart, which I'm not. I'm it's just hard. not. Yeah. Um, Guesses that were made by the guessing panel included Jeremy Redmore and William Wildor. It's interesting how sometimes they guess people who end up being someone else later on. I wonder about that. Mm. I do. You have to wonder what they know. I reckon they all turn up 
on set at the same time and see everyone and go, okay, I have to pretend I didn't see you. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So they know the celebrities. They might not know where they are. I don't know. I feel like maybe. I, feel I want like to a believe way that New Zealand would do I want it. to believe that they are kept in completely padded, <laughs> windowless rooms until they are released onto the judging panel and none of the contestants know each other and it's all done properly. Oh, bless you. <laughs> um, okay, Jelly. Oh, also this is the week where they're doing one truth and two false clues, right? Um Jelly saying, what you waiting for? Something about being injured in a TV competition. Something about leading out the Olympic team. Medal. M- medal, medal as well? There's a medal on her yeah, oh, in, God. In, the, in the package. Mm, that brills up Barry from... Guesses um, from the panel were Rose McIver, JB McDowell, Lydia Ko. Uh, the true, false, false... Uh, clues when I've got no children, I grew up on an island and I love horses. Now, as far as I'm aware, Barbara Kendall does have children and she didn't grow up on an island, but I don't know whether or not she loves horses, so I have to presume that she does and I have to presume that Jelly is Barbara. That was right? my thought. Have I don't get any- it. I can't guess anything. Oh like, I just look Are you at even the- trying? I'm watching it all, but I just I look at them and I'm like, you're a Jelly <laughs> <laughs> I really can't get past her. <laughs> so you don't. Like, it's amazing. I've just never thought <laughs> a single name once. You know, how in the American, I find it completely impossible. <laughs> you know, how in the American one they pull off and Kermit the Frog is a snail. It was yeah. in a snail. Yeah. What if the jellyfish unmasks itself and it's just a jellyfish? And then Duncan would be right. Be so happy <laughs> and <laughs> well, confused, I, I still, probably. <laughs> but I. But I thought it was a big jellyfish. <laughs> Is that how you can't see Erin Simpson's hair extensions? <laughs> well, that's... I don't think anyone knows whether that's... So. Um, my left field guess, I, I feel Barbara Kendall seems pretty strong as well. She led out the team in the 1996 Olympics. Yep. Um, but left field, Matilda Rice. Did not lead out anyone in the Olympics. No, but that could be a red herring. Injured her arm... It said I injured my tentacle on this last reality show. She fell off a horse and broke her yeah. arm, as you remember. Um, she grew up on Waikiki, or at least her dad lives on Waikiki. Right. She, do, oh no, she does have children. No, but two of them are she a loves lie. Horses. Two of them are a lie, and one of them's correct. They're not I three find proper that clues. Confusing. I know. Confusing. The best. The best. Uh, this is designed to fuck with your brain. It's actually genius how they've done this. Same with the costumes, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> covering them up makes it really hard to tell really who they are. Okay, Possum saying I love rock and roll. Um, Possum is nocturnal. The whole time she's singing, she's holding her mask on her head, which is great. Uh, something about rap? Something about rap? Got a bad rap in New Zealand. Something about her heart nearly gave out last week. Yeah. Which I thought was strange. Guesses were Lily McManus, Hilary Berry, Aja Rock. They were also talking about Bachelorette, a lot of Bachelorette stuff. And then the true, false, oh, the true, false, false clues were I'm from a famous family. I'm, I'm part, in my spare time, I re, I'm a real estate agent. Seems a weird spare time hobby. Uh, and uh, I'm a famous Bachelorette. Now, only one of those is true. Let's not forget. Yeah, but I don't. I, I like to think they're all true. <laughs> I, for some reason, I guessed Jin Wigmore on this. Wow. Okay, it doesn't sound like Jin Wigmore singing, and it would be like a major flex for her to reveal that she, her singing voice is affected. Um, I don't know if it is or not. I'm not saying that it is, but if 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 Possum is Jin Wigmore, then Jin is faking it with the rest of her singing. Mm. Uh, but she has. A, she's from Fame's Family because her sister was on Shortland Street. Um, it said something about The Kill, and she's got a song called In the Kill of the Night. Loves Elvis Presley. Jin loves Elvis Presley. Wow. That's as far as I got. That's as far as you got. Pretty it's far. Jin Wigmore fake it, like doing her real singing voice, and she's unmasking her real singing voice. She did sing in that um, song that was sort of like a rappy song, wasn't it? She oh, ran oh that, yeah, the Smash Brothers. Yeah. Smash Proof. Smash Proof. Not Smash Mouth. I, um, <laughs> I have two Also a great band, though. I picked up, they said Rose McIver for someone else. I picked up Rose McIver for this one. Um, Is she definitely in New Zealand? I have no idea. No when they come up with a out. really random guess that you feel like could be possible, I'm like, they're, they're seeding the idea of that person 
but that person's in another costume. Yeah, Mm. for somewhere else. Um, I don't really have much evidence per se, (laughs) apart from that she was in the Heartlines video for Broods and she said, my heart nearly gave out. That's about it. My other big guess, I think, is Erin Simpson. Famous family, The Simpsons. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yes. Bachelorette. She goes out with Zach Frannich. Yes, oh my God. It was married to Zach Frannich. So she's a famous bachelorette. We know she can sing because she sang the theme tune to her very own show. Very own show. Does she rap? That's what I'm not sure about. But it's definitely someone who like moves around like crazy and is like a big performer. Oh my god! I feel like she could do it. You're a genius, Alex. Thanks, Jane. Okay. What about me? Um, <laughs> who do you think Possum is? I I um. Just say a name. <laughs> Anything. Is it? Just say a lady I, name. I didn't, Any lady name. Didn't she get? Was it? Who? No, she didn't get revealed. Oh, I think then I think it's probably Lily. Okay. Oh. <coughs> did do rock out. The possum did do rock out yeah. a lot, which I believe oh, is yeah. a Lily staple. Uh, she, or maybe she does a shaka. She no, no, she did have quite Lily moves. Mm. I was looking for that. And for say, a lot of the time you're just looking at the bod, right? And just going, what sort of plausible I don't look at the bods. I don't know. <laughs> no, not me either. But okay. <laughs> uh, Medusa next sang Valerie. I've Completely ditched my Tammy Nielsen theory, which I was so convinced about last week. We had clues like being on edge, which is like worked at the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sharon was like, have I worked with you? Are you JJ Feeney? I don't think it's JJ. Uh, old mate um, lady really dug into <laughs> backup singers. Oh, yeah. like, back, I love like, this so much. It's my favourite subplot of the year on reality <laughs> TV is just how much... Lady is riding for the backup singers from LAB. <laughs> Do you think that they're in another costume? Is this <laughs> buying into that theory. Um, Valerie Adams was another guest. The true, false, false clues were I found fame on the field. Uh, in my youth, I worked at a music store and I moved to New Zealand in the 1990s. Now, Jo Cotton, was uh, she, she was born in Canada. She did mm-hmm. move to New Zealand, but it wasn't in the 1990s. But she did work at a music store. Mm. In her youth. She worked at Sounds. It's in the first episode of Pop. It Stars. also sounds like Joe Cotton. She's quite tall. She mentioned something about the stars. Um, and I like the way my dress feels. You brought this up last week, mm-hmm. Cotton. Mm-hmm. And, and this week was I'm a Real Material Girl. Cotton again. Uh, right. I, I think that's it. And yeah. something about having an affinity with mythical creatures. And I think she sings for that band Mermaids. Mermaids she as does. Well. Yeah. So, I mean, case closed. Case closed. Except that, I hate to be like all foldy (laughs) on it, but like I can't imagine while Pop Stars is on the other network in the same slot that you would have the, you know, like they're just so They don't own them anymore though. I know they don't own them, but like they just would be annoyed. And with like, why are they keep guessing Hillary Barry? Like, it's crazy. she's just definitely not going to be on the the old network. <laughs> I think they're throwing us because I think Mike McRoberts is. Mike McRoberts. That's yeah, of course it's Mike McRoberts. Okay, I'm not Medusa, by the way. Medusa is Joe Cotton, without mm-hmm. a doubt. Um, yeah, I take Wait, should that we do my like guess. like a a, a lock? What do they call it? Like a a lock? What what shows that from? Uh, like we lock we lock 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 it in lock it in lock it in Eddie lock it in. Then you go and get to the baby. Yeah. Okay, the thing with um, with these true, false, false clues as well is that sometimes the false clues are just true in reverse, yeah. which we'll get to. Uh, Alien did whip it. Um, something about having a bit of a laugh, something about being in a new city. Uh, guesses were Clark Gayford, uh, Tom Sainsbury. The true, false, false clues were something about growing up on a farm and something else I can't really remember, but... It was Tom Sainsbury. That was my guess. Amazing. Was your, was your guess before Roque? No, when Roque said it, I was like, well, Same. he'd know. He'd know. Mm, he'd know. But also, he'd like, know. It's straight scanned, away. It's scanned. Everything scanned. Yeah. And he was announced as Snapchat political impersonator Tom Sainsbury. Why not comedian? It's very specific. Hmm. Snapchat. I mean, is anyone he even is using like Snapchat? He's like the Snapchat anymore? guy on Facebook, right? Yeah. They really need to spell it out for <laughs> really people need to spell at home. <laughs> okay, Monday night. Sheep. I'm really, I got this. I've I, got I, sheep. I, I, You've got I, sheep? I've got sheep. I, I am stumped I've on totally, sheep. Can, can I, I also love sheep. Okay, no, no, you don't. Okay, no, no, no. It's fine. Well, should it say at the same time? Okay. 
Troy Matthew Kingy. Walters. <laughs> Matthew Walters was my guess it's as well. Seven not Troy Kingy. <laughs> Troy Kingy. No. I can tell you this. I he can wouldn't t- do that show. Okay. I'm telling you now, okay, the, what are the clues? The true, false, false clues. I hate seafood. I'm an award winner and I've never starred in a movie. So this is the classic where the two false ones are actually positives in reverse. Troy Kingy loves seafood. Can't shut up about it. He's, of course, an award winner, so that's the truth. Never starred in a movie. Not true. Starred in movies. <laughs> yeah, but Matthew also, Walters famously just starred in a movie. I think I was second build in that, but, you know. <laughs> like, uh, what are the other ones? Uh, no? Seafood. Award winner. I've watched, how, do you explain, says, how do you explain my name is stuff of legend? Walters Troy. Price. Troy. 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 Troy's oh, quite leg- legendary. Also, how do you explain the batch? The batch, my uncle's batch. I can be found at my uncle's batch. I oh. can explain it. Troy Kingy has got a, uh, a, a debut double album called Guitar Party at Uncle's Batch. Oh, still no. I'm locking it. Oh, I'm coming round to Jane's side. I'm now. locking it. Plus, oh, I listened t- t- to t- some of. Cut, cut all that out. No, and yeah, just have me just agreeing. Just cut some random. Do not bits cut that out. And just me agreeing with Jane. Do not cut that out. You can just maybe just. I'll say Troy. I think it's Troy King. No, no. And then put that in. No, and so no, that, no, 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 no. Can't put in. Looking <sighs> over the top. All right. Okay. Monster saying faith. Something about rap. Something about a new chapter. Um, guesses were kings. Uh, the guy who plays Ali from Shortland Street, the How to Dad guy, and Jaden Daniels. The true, false, false clues were something about an instrument at the age of 10, um, something about Dunedin, and something about breaking Lord's record. Mm. Mm. So I was adamant last week the monster was William Wairua. I have. Well, again, it's like you build your own reality. If it was William Wairua, there's a lot of clues that fit that when he's like, each new success is a breath of fresh air. You know how William Wairua famously does that, like. Big sniff. I can't do it. I'm not having very strong. <laughs> I mean, but he, he does that big sniff. Well, like William Wyro is there, you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's Kings. It's Kings. It's Kings. It's Kings. Yeah. Okay. Kings. <laughs> King, Kings has broken Law's record, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So case closed. Case. Lock case, it in. Case. Lock it in. Okay. Can here we go. Have Kings and Troy Kingy on the show. It's quite confusing. It's just with all the Kings. Mm. Okay. Orange Ruffy saying shotgun. Ruffy. Um, Right, love that Rafi. new bit. Yeah, there's a, there's a six p.m. It's a, sorry, six o'clock, six o'clock, six o'clock on the clock. Something about the schedule. We know that, that this person uh, likes to swim or likes to be in the water. Guesses were Mike McRoberts, Peter Burling, Don Bowden, and Rog from the Rock. Um, true, false, false. Okay, so think about this in relation to Mike McRoberts. This is my first reality TV show. False. false. I am a published author. True. I owe my career to cooking. False. So it all works. It all works. It all works. That's Mike. That's Mike McRoberts. So what about David Seymour? Can we do the experiment with David Seymour? Because, and I only say this because he tweeted last week in response to nobody, seemingly unprovoked, thanks, it's a bit easier than dancing. Oh, no, it's a bit harder than dancing, but the auto-tune helps. Ha ha, winky, smiley face. And he tweeted that out to nobody and then deleted it after a few seconds. The only thing is, like, Acts press releases have amazing subject lines every time. Like, really good. We'll, we'll copyright the spin-off and do a story on them. I, they seem to have really good social media. And if I was just wanting to, like, get some free yes. publicity, I would like 100% have just given him. do like tweets on Winston Peters, politician, you know? It's a rip, but he deleted it very quickly. Yeah, but that's, I mean, it was that's enough smart. for someone to say. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I also think, because I, I, I was like, I'll oh, f- think Seymour, think Seymour. But the way the vowels are very round, it sounds like someone who talks well. <laughs> Not it like me. It sounds like the face <laughs> of the six o'clock news. Yes. Yeah. It sounds like a broadcaster. Yeah. But I do. I, and then I was like, would Mike McRoberts demean himself like this? Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Would he? Yes. Yeah, I think he'd be contractually obliged to demean himself. It's a very funny costume. Like this. It's the funniest Rafi, costume. Rafi. Okay. <laughs> um, Pavlova did I'm Still Standing. Uh, the 
the guesses from the panel were Irene Van Dyke, Hilary Barry, Pippa Wetzel, random, Holly Smith. But see, a lady is also going to town on guessing Pippa Wetzel <laughs> yeah. like a lot. Yeah. So, LAB backup dancing Pippa Wetzel. Like her, her galaxy of stars is I love real it. arbitrary. I love it too. Pavlova is not a great singer. Yeah, like, I thought Pavlova she? was going home. Um, but Holly Smith as a guest, that's very insulting <laughs> to Holly <laughs> Smith. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> I'm sticking with Asta. The clues, by the way, the true false false clues were uh, I'm a triple threat talent, um, found fame on the field, and I've got two children. I think that scans for Asta because I think she's a triple threat talent, sing, dancing, Craft. Making in craft, making things, making flowers. I would love it if it was Esther. I really there want was an it to interesting be thing about my heart. My heart is across the ocean, or something, which made me think JJ Feeney and Manu. Oh my god! My heart's across the ocean. Yes. Um, is she a triple threat. Uh, nothing else scans. <laughs> 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 but imagine if it was. Always thinking about Manu. Wouldn't it be amazing if it was actually Manu, though? Wow. Yeah. How would he get in? Anything, Duncan? Do you have anything to offer here? Pavlova, yum dessert? Yeah, d- delicious. Underrated. The hands. Pavlova's hands holding wow. the microphone down there and just being in hell. Half so of them funny. have just given up the microphone altogether. I know. <laughs> just not even bothering <laughs> with the charade. Um, there was also a crown. At right. some point, and mention of sort of statues and things like that. And I did see, I think this might have been Mike Putter's guess, Lorraine Downs. Oh. It's like kind of a left field. Ah. Not, you know, she not found singer. fame on the field with her husband. Scott Styrus. No, the previous one. Wasn't she Wasn't she married to a like, mixed dad? Ah. ah. Is she not married to... to... Scott Cyrus. Well, previously up? married to Mixed then. I don't know. Is that not? I don't know about rugby. <laughs> okay. <it> no. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we finish with Monarch, who sang Breakaway. Great song, just mm. by the way. Um, and as they worked through the clues and the judges' panel, with the guessing panel working this out, I was firmly with them when they guessed Madeline Samick's all stacked up. Um, pre- I've had thought Lady Hawk, but of course it was Lady Hawk's wife, Madeline Sami. Anything to add? Fantastic. Great. <laughs> do you think these people sometimes have just other commitments and so mm. the reason they're voted off is nothing to do with the fact that they're not as good a singer or performer as the others but because they've got to be yeah, somewhere? Oh, yeah. I totally buy that. In which case, could the she- would the sheep be Matthew Walters with his schedule? You know, would he, would he have the time? Because they're keeping the sheep around. But, I mean, what's he up to? He just plays like Eden Park once a year. The sheep is Troy Kingy. <laughs> well, he's recording an album every year for 10 years. The he's sheep been... is Troy Kingy. I know, that's is what I'm talking about. That's what Troy thing, Kingy's though. Is this doing. his next genre? <laughs> you know? Come on, masked singer core. There's a great little bite-sized podcast called First, which you'll find on... Uh, on the spin-off podcast. And Troy King is featuring on that. So oh. you might find out some more information. Oh, yeah, yeah. does he confess? No, not about, I mean, talk about albums and things. Of course he's not going to confess. No one reveals who they are when they're on The Masked Singer. Except for one of them who did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one, not Troy King. Which one was it? It's one who's already been revealed and I'll say no more. Uh-huh. I'll say no more, I'll say no more. Seems like you'll say more. <laughs> that is the end of our lovely podcast. Thank you for listening. Sorry about it, just in general. <laughs> is it time to do next week's podcast? It really is. It's yeah. been an hour and a half. It's too long. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Apologies. Oh Apologies. Sorry, Tina. It's old style, real pod. Thank you very much for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Listen to all the other podcasts, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Kia ora e te iwi, Kia Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.